Hey everyone, it's Jojo the Dungeon Master for the roles we made because the real podcast for the roles we made along the way. Thank you so much for joining us on the Ufa Dufa. Which one would this be? Episode 67, uh, the finale of Salt's mini arc uh, where Salt becomes a phantom thief. Since this is a finale, there isn't going to be one of those middle parts, so I'm just going to get all of that stuff out of the way right now. If you enjoy the show, the best way you can support us is to tell your friends. Word of mouth is the best way for this show to get around. Give us a five-star review and just tell people about it. We like it a lot. The Rolls You Made is just one piece of comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy crew. I'm going to get through that. You can check out all of our work at www.mom-hat.com where you can keep up to date on all of the cool things that we do. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email the roles we made at gmail.com. And I believe that's all of the bookkeeping stuff we need to do. The next episode is going to come out on July the 9th, and that's going to be Ren's Adventure, where Ren gets to do something cool. And then we're going to get into the very next arc. And actually, you know, when you think about it, these three mini adventures are about as long as one of our typical arcs. So <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed it. I, I've had a lot of fun doing it. This has been an amazing experiment. Um, but I'm really happy to get back to the good stuff. And honestly, I think the crew is too. I think they missed each other. So that's really good. Um, in the meantime, uh, enjoy the episode and have a good week. Thank you. Previously on The Rolls We Made. High school senior and rich kid, Salt Maximus, along with her friends Lily, Halifax, Naylor, and Spicy, has taken on the role of the phantom thief known as the Harvest Thief in an effort to collect enough funds to help her friend Naylor pay off her debt. Despite her daring thefts, Salt has yet to find a way to unload her stolen merchandise, and her friends are becoming all the more desperate. Salt then approached local fence Kyla Mao, an elven thief and crime boss, hoping to broker a deal to offload her stolen goods. Unfortunately, Kyla came to the meeting not to deal, but to betray. Salt, in an act of quick thinking, called upon all her warlock power to teleport both Kyla and herself into the basement of Lellard's Gains and Vittles, hoping to convince her through cunning or force to accept a deal. However, their conversation was cut short, as they realized that the basement of Lellard's was no more safe than it was months ago, and the pair were attacked by a group of animatronic severed hands. Big Mopsy returns on today's episode of The Rolls We Made. Six. Got a six, okay. So you'll be over here. Uh, and Kyla acts when you act. Um, so the first hand is going to uh, leap out at you and try to try to scratch you in a way that it is accustomed. Okay. It does um, five damage to you. Wow. It really got you good. Wow. Um, and like it, it's like it basically punched you in the throat and now it's uh, it's grabbing onto you. So um, Very rude. you have taken five damage. Mm. Um and now you're you're struggling with it in very much the same way that uh, that that Kyla was, um, which is not. It ain't great. Yeah, it's definitely not fun there. Yeah. Um. So I'll mark down that you took uh, five damage. So you're now at forty two health. Um. And at the same time, uh, while you're struggling with that, another, the second one attacks uh, Kyla, and it uh, it misses. She's able to catch it this time and fling it to the ground, and it starts to move again. Um, it is now your turn. You have one of these things essentially uh, grappling you. Right. Um, what do you do? 
I'm not going to Eldritch Blast my face. Although it's tempting. Can I try to pull it off? Is okay. Um, make, a, make a strength check. Or a strength saving throw, I should say. No. Which is still a minus one, but... Twelve. Uh, yeah, you're able to uh, pry um, this hand off of you, and now you've got it in your in your hand. Um, what do you do? I'll say that was like a bonus action. Okay. Um, I uh, am going to throw it away. You're going to throw it? <laughs> as far as I can, I guess. Okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a, just make a athletics check. <laughs> Boy. Ten. Uh, yeah, you fling it across the room. Um, it smashes into a wall and takes uh, five damage. So it's not doing, it's not doing great. Um, but uh, there you go. Um, you threw it because of your success, um, Kyla. She picks up her big her big shoe and steps it down on the one that that leapt at her, and she's going to do. She does uh, 11 damage um, and kind of smashes it to pieces. Damn. Like her boot goes through it and it's nice. uh, it stops moving. Another one is going to uh, leap at Kyla. Uh, gets her. Gets her. It gets her similar to you. Um, it doesn't punch her in the throat, though. It kind of gets her in the eye. Um, and it, it looks like she's going to immediately, like it punches her and then starts grabbing the side of her head. Um, and she takes um, one health level of damage. Okay. One health level? Yeah. So she has eight health levels. Right. That's right. Um, so she's taken one. Okay. So she's got, she's got seven left. And then the fourth one is going to attack you again. Uh, it's able to get you. Um, and it's going to do, it does, um, three damage to you. So you're at 39 now. Okay. I almost made you take 39 damage and you would have been dead. Ooh, that, that would be real dead. Uh, top of the order. It's going, it's the one that, uh, that you threw that you tossed away. Um, it, it's going to leap at and try to get you in the feet and it manages to do so. You may need to make a dexterity saving throw or you will fall to the ground. Oh boy. 13. Uh, yeah, you're able to, you're able to maintain, Yay. you're able to stay upright. Um, even though like this thing is, has got you, um, pretty, pretty solidly. It seems like it was trying to wrap, like it's, it's a hand, a coiled hand, uh, with like metal, um, that kind of ends with like a, like a, whatever the bottom part of your arm is tibia. Sure. Um, and kind of, but that trails off into sort of cables. Um, it looks like it was trying to wrap itself around your feet. Um, but it, you were able to slip out of that. Um, it is now your turn. What do you do? All right. Like um, you said that there were. Hmm. That's probably not smart. Um, yeah, I just hit it with a Eldritch Blast. So the one that just tried to grab you or the one that's kind of like you're struggling with? Um, I guess the one that tried to grab me. Okay. I don't um, get off my own foot. Go ahead and make a uh, go ahead and make a, a Eldritch Blast roll. 15. Okay. Um, that'll hit. Uh, let's see how much damage that first one does. Uh, yeah. So you, you, you use an Eldritch Blast and shoot this one at your feet and it just blows up um, and dis disintegrates. Um, at this, it is at that time that Kyla, she has um, from her waist pulled out this um, very spooky looking like jet black dagger Whoa. um and she flings it at one of the uh at one of the the hand that was grabbing you and it skewers it and jams it into the wall um wow. it takes uh yeah it takes 10 damage and stops moving um she quickly recovers her blade um now there's just uh 
There's just one left. Right. Um, it's going to leap. It, it decides to go and like rile up and punch Kyla in the leg. Jesus. Um, and it, it misses. And I'm going to say that you guys, uh, mathematically, there's no way this thing could kill you. So how, how do you finish it off? <laughs> I would like to grab something heavy off a shelf and smoosh it. Okay. Grab something. What do you grab? Let's say like a... Actually, just roll, roll a d20. We'll see what you grab. Oh, okay. You just grab something. 10. Uh, you grab one of those heavy jars with a dark fluid in it and throw it at it. And um, the, the fluid, once it's out of the jar, um, it instantly uh, hardens into like a resin mm. and it just stops. It, once, it, once it's encased in the resin, it just stops moving. Uh, okay, good. I was going to try that earlier, but I thought maybe. You've killed two. So if I look at your features, let's see, you gain... Temporary hit points. Now, what I want to know is fiend temporary hit points cumulative. <laughs> so you gain eleven. You have eleven temporary hit points as a result of uh, as a result of this battle having killed one. You do not add temporary hit points together, as it turns out. Nuts. Um, otherwise, you would have been very strong. But you have eleven temporary hit points. So that's good. Yeah, that is good. So you feel empowered having killed these uh killed these monsters. Okay. Kyla uh quickly collects herself and she's like <sighs> You couldn't have picked anywhere else to have a conversation. Couldn't have picked a, a cafe or a, a the police station, anything. You had to pick this basement. I thought about the police station, I really did. But then uh I didn't want to get arrested so fair. Yeah. Fair. Uh, okay well here's you have uh, successfully, or maybe unsuccessfully, <laughs> uh, managed to uh, get through this first little round of uh, super fun uh, <laughs> animatronic robot figures who attacked you. Yeah. Um, it is now uh, you. You are now st it's still now in this still room. There's nothing left but that torso mm -hmm. and just pieces of, of detritus everywhere, and a little mound of resin. Right. Um, the path to your basically that you were trying to get through, I and mean, it's still blocked, but um, there's now nothing stopping you from getting through it. Um, Kyla seems to be um, just dabbing the wound she received. Oh. Um, and uh, it is now uh, it has it, it has become kind of kind of still. Um, what are you gonna do? I'm uh, going to grab some more jars of the resin stuff. I'll say you can grab two jars. Okay. So you just mark down that you have two jars of resin. Yeah. And go through the passage that's now available. All right. You pull open the passage uh, and like basically you shove that, you're able to shove that rack and then the two of you are still now sidling along. Okay. As you're sidling, um, Kyla... Uh, she's, she kind of like trips on something and she was like, uh, so you've been in here before? <laughs> yeah, we got stuck down here once. How did that happen? I don't remember. <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> no, I genuinely don't. Oh, <laughs> um, you picked a fight with Mopsy up above. Oh, that's and, right. And you we fell through the ceiling. The floor. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I tried to fight one of them and, and we got dropped down here. Oh. Punishment or something. You tried to pick a fight with one of the animatronics here? Yeah. That's bonkers. It was rude. Uh, the the two of you make your way through the, the passage a little more. And let me see this. Don't trigger the tension pool yet. Yet. Yeah. It's going to happen. 
Um, you get through this next chamber, and now you're in a somewhat wider area where there is definitely some uh, some activity happening. This room it has, at the very end of it, a large, what looks like a furnace, like a large, almost like a wood furnace, like a you know one of those with the doors, with yeah. the grated doors, yeah. and inside is glowing like a, a bright orange flame. Um, and actually, as you've gotten into this chamber, the heat has, has definitely increased. Um, in front of this is what looks to be, in front of this big furnace, is what looks to be a large, almost looks like a reflecting pool almost of like silver, um, some kind of silver fluid. Hmm. Um, and in front of that, near nearer to where you are, is uh, what, what it looks to be almost like, you know, like those things you would step on if you were in the back of a kitchen mm-hmm. um, so you wouldn't slip. Yeah, it kind of yeah. looks like that. Okay. Um, there is a doorway leading away from here, going to the left, closer to where the furnace is. Like you'd have to slide along the, uh, the pool um, right. to get to it. Right. What do you do? Kyla, she doesn't have any like comment on this. She's just she's never been down here. She has no context for the things that she's seeing. Um, and neither do you, quite honestly. Yeah, um, no. So what what do you do? Okay, so obviously this is a pool of sinister things that's going to congeal into something horrible. It seems reasonable. So my vote is fuck it. Let's try to get to the door. Okay. I mean, unless you got a better plan. They don't particularly have a better plan other than, as you've said, fuck it. Yeah, that's, that's um, kind of my plan for the whole thing. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah. She steps uh, she steps closer to the, on like the little, um, little floor pads and is looking down into the silvery pool. Um, and as she gets closer, it just like it is bubbling slightly as if it's hot or maybe there's something in it. Um, but it are sli- there's occasionally bubbles popping out uh-huh. um, from it. Um, what do you do? Well, is there anything we could use to like place across the puddle so we um, could like walk across it? Maybe make a uh, this would be this would be an investigation check. Okay, five. Hmm. So no, there is not. Ah. You uh, you look uh, you're looking on the side racks and. You see what looks to be like it looks almost looks like a, something retracted, mm. um, and as you pick it up, um, it's it's a small little cylinder with a with like a, some kind of catch or release on it on the handle, like a, almost like an umbrella. Right, right. Um, but it's just like a tube. Yeah. Um, uh, and as you're looking at that, you hear another set of uh, bubbles coming from the uh, from the silvery pool. Oh boy. Um, what do you do? <laughs> okay. Um. Would it be jumpable, this pool of stuff? It's jumpable for some people. <laughs> I don't know that it'd be jumpable for salt. Yeah. Um, just because you're not very, like, physically talented. Now, there might be other ways to traverse it. Um, you also could sidle along the side. There seems to be a ledge there. Right. But that's that's definitely one way to do it. There's also just the matter of, like, there is a furnace on the other side of it. And you would imagine if you jump too good... <laughs> I jumped too good, I died. You jump into the fire. <laughs> okay. Is there um, a visible means of shutting off the furnace? A visible means of shutting off the furnace? Uh, no, um, not that you can see without sort of, um, obviously, you'd have, to, you'd have to roll to find out. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'll find out. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a arcana check. 
Okay. And this is this is some kind of magical furnace. Twelve. Uh, okay. Furnaces like this are empowered uh, usually by runes. Um, you know that um, a lot of the a lot of the magical technology that exists in Spring Willow, so things like lights or air conditioning, th- things like that, they're, they're, they're basically versions of art- artificer right. magic right. Um, from like Nebony because um, that's what they do there. They, yeah. they artifice things. So this furnace is likely an industrial application of artificed magic, which means there's probably some kind of rune or, or controlling um, word of power somewhere on the furnace or maybe in the, the heat chamber of the furnace or on its frame, there, there's there's like a magical something right. that's, that's making this object work the way that it's supposed to, like an engine. Right. Um, if you could find that and break it, um, it would shut off. Right. I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. Okay. Are you going to announce that you did this? Yep. Okay. Um, what do you do with this tube you have? Keep it for f- memento. Okay, mark down that you have... Um, I have one tube. Mark down that you have tube with button question mark. Oh. You don't know what it is. Uh, but go ahead and um, it's not a roll to... You're not going to miss the furnace, um, but you do need to kind of aim to see if you can achieve anything. Um, so go ahead and roll uh, uh, both your Eldritch Blasts and with a disadvantage. 11. Okay. 18. Okay. So let's start that got a good once. <laughs> got one. Okay. So let's, let's just um, <laughs> do this real quick. You, uh, you just blast Eldritch energy at this thing two times. It, it dissipates as soon as it hits it. Almost like you can't even tell you shot it there. Right. It's made of heavy cast iron. So Ooh. it's like, it just kind of resisted it. But you, I mean, it did bend it a little bit at the grate, but nothing like, these weren't your hardest hitting Eldritch Blasts you've done. Um, and Kyla looks at you like, what What was... Are you trying to blow up the furnace? Maybe. Uh, okay. Uh, that doesn't seem like the worst idea, seeing as it's very hot. But I don't see how that solves the predicament of getting to the door. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't trust this furnace. It's looking at me funny. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I think Kyla, um, she, she pulls out a, a dagger um, and she... Uh, she throws it at the furnace, mm-hmm. um, and as the dagger flies through the air, it starts to glow a light purple. Mm. And when it hits the furnace, it uh, it also detonates. Not not unlike an eldritch blast, but it's definitely a different thing. Right, right, right. Um, and she's she's like, I don't I don't think we're gonna break it with brute force, which is a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. Mm. Okay, well, let me just take this little tube and push this button. Um, okay. I don't like the look on your face. Uh, well, make, uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Mm, balls. My dex is zero. So here's what happens. Oh, God. You press this button and, uh, this little object is just a little silvery tube with a button on it. When you press it, as you're holding on to it, what happens is the end of the tube extends it extends to 10 feet in length. Wow. This is a retractable 10-foot pole. Cool. Uh, which older, more experienced adventurers used in times gone by in order to check for traps. <laughs> you were not using it to check for traps. You just pressed a button on a tube. It extended. Um, it likely could retract also, but here, that's not the important part. The important part is 
It did not have 10 feet of free space to extend. Right. So it pressed into a wall while you were holding it. And by the laws of physics, Mm. you are now careening into the pool of silvery liquid. Fuck. Go ahead and make one more dexterity saving throw with advantage. Or disadvantage, I should say. 17. You're still in the game. Eleven. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, Salt, you take a little dip. (laughs) Better come out with fucking superpowers. You land in this silvery fluid, which, um... It wasn't like molten metal or something like that. It was just water. Right. Um, but there was something, there's definitely something in it to make it silvery, but it you don't like melt or anything. Um, it's it's warm. It's very, very warm. Um, un- almost uncomfortably warm. But it is also not hot enough for there to be bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the water like just hits you in the Oh, your whole shit. You're just yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah. It does it does the thing where it kind of goes up your nose. Oh no. You hate that. Yes. Um, and I think you immediately regret not putting silly putty in your ears. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. You hear Kyla, uh you hear the first you hear the ten foot pole hit the ground and it kind of clatters as metal, and then you hear Kyla like she runs to the edge to try to try to grab you as you fall in. And while you are in this pool, uh you you can hear like you hear like you're underwater you hear like a a, a like a gurgling like a slight gurgling sound right. go ahead and make a uh go ahead and make a quick perception check with disadvantage to see if you know what it is by the way this thing is is a lot deeper than you thought it was six so probably not yeah yeah you don't know where that's coming from um you see kyla has extended her hand over the edge of the pool i think she knows that you didn't melt um so what do you, what do you do i want to try to grab her hand all right you start um crawling up to grab her hand and it is at this time that you feel uh something wrap around your ankle and start tugging you down um and it's it's not like it's not like it immediately pulls you into the darkness. Like you feel like it's it's actually a little bit struggling to pull you down. You can see in the dark, but this is this is a little much. Go ahead and make a perception check. Twelve. Looking down, you see that um, this pool that you are in it it gets it's thin where you are and gets wider towards the bottom. Mm. And looking down, you see. Um, there's like a light or something, mm. um, just like a like a flash of maybe like something in this pool that lights up. Right, right. You see a large, like almost gelatinous-looking creature um, with many, many eyes, um, thousands of eyes, and an enormous gaping maw. Um, with even though it is seemingly gelatinous, it has these pointed, like razor sharp looking teeth. And what is on you right now, um, that you can see like, from this flash of light, is a spindly little, like a pseudopod, like a tendril that has grabbed you. Um, and it is slowly drawing you in, almost like a, I don't know, like a, like a, what's the thing that does that? Like an octopus. Yeah, sure. So this is an inherently dangerous place to to be. Yes. Um, what do you do? I'm gonna I'm gonna see how my Eldritch Blast works underwater. Okay. 
Um, go ahead and make a, a roll for Eldritch Blast. 15. Okay, that's one hit, so roll again. 17. Okay, I'll say with those two hits, um, you're going to do 15 damage um, to this this thing. Nice. God, I love this. I love this Dungeon Master screen. It's so convenient. <laughs> um, you do 15 damage to this uh, this creature um, as your your eldritch blasts kind of pass through the water a little slowly. Um, like you imagine, like a, a a bullet would. It's leaving a little tailing as right. it goes. It hits the creature once, and you can hear like a very like a almost like a damp, muffled like a as it hits and kind of detonates into a bunch of bubbles, and you can see its face kind of writhe. Um, which is just by writhe, I mean yell and raged. Um, the other one hits it as well, and then um, the pseudopod on you um, loosens slightly. Kyla is, I think Kyla has noticed there's something in this pool with you, and kind of like motions for you to come up as quickly as you can. Yeah. Um, what do you do? I'm gonna try. <laughs> okay, go ahead and uh, go ahead and make an athletics check. You're trying to swim up. Balls. Ten. You get about, uh, you get, it had pulled you down a little bit of a ways. Um, you get your hand out of the water and, uh, Kyla is going to try and, uh, grab you. Oofa doofa. Um, (laughs) uh, she's unable to get a grip on you as another more powerful tendril grabs you by the, by the thigh. And now is and and first, like it just flings you against the side of this tank. Mm. Um, and you will take uh, you take uh, five damage, which uh, means you are fine. That was your temporary hit points. So um, you you feel like the energy of uh, the your, your what was it? what did I call him? Um, your mutual acquaintance. It kind of uh, you, you, as you're slammed into the wall, there's like a purple, almost like a, a hexagon mm. shield around you that kind of blocks the damage, and then you start dragged further down. What do you do? Um, there's no way to really gesture at Kyla to use the pole, right? Hmm. Is there a way to do that? Let me think. Um, so you could, you have an, a, a cantrip called Minor Illusion. It's true, yeah. You could cast Minor Illusion yeah. of a sound, and the sound is use the pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll allow that. Okay. Um, go ahead and make an Arcana check. Okay. 18. Yeah, this works instantly. Um, Kyla, you, you see Kyla nod okay, and then she she disappears. Um, you're you are being pulled down. Um, you don't know how much time you have. Um, how long it's going to take her for her to negotiate getting this pole over there? Um, what do you do um, as this creature continues to pull you towards its big gaping maw? Um, I'm going to use Mage Hand and I'm going to poke it in its eyeballs. Oh, it's got a lot of them. Yeah, just you know, pick one. Okay, um, yeah, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. Ooh, 20. Um, your mage hand appears <laughs> um, with one of these. Yeah. It's the fingers apart like the Three you. Stooges. Um, and it goes up to one of them and it hits it right in the sclera. Uh, gets it good and starts to dig in. And I don't know, I don't know how strong a creature's eyes should be, but 10 pounds of pressure in one spot is probably enough to burst th- right through. Yeah. Um, doesn't hurt it. It does freak it out. <laughs> as anyone who is listening to this, it freaks out. 
it stops trying to grab you. You can see it doing that thing like, oh, my eye. <laughs> like it brings its pseudopods to where the eye is, where your mage hand is, um, yeah. freeing you up to kind of swim upward. It is at this time that you see the edge of the 10-foot pole extending into the water, um, which I assume you will graciously grab. Yes, yes, um, Kyla, using all of her weight, is able to kind of pull you up. You, you're, you emerge from this pool just like, we weren't dealing with air <laughs> during this situation, I know, but I'm sure you needed to breathe. I'm pretty sure I was about uh, to drown. Yeah, you uh, you're, you're pulled out, and after a few seconds, um, you're you're back onto the the surface. At that time, the giant the the giant pseudopods of this this creature rise up, um, and as soon as they get close to the the furnace, they kind of wither away back into the pool, and then you hear a very terrible mm. um, roaring sound from beneath you. And then after a few seconds, the pool is just sort of still. Um, and Kyla's like, uh, Kyla's like, that was pretty close. Yeah, we should probably go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should, we should slither. Um, you're going to slide all across? Yeah. Go ahead and make a dexterity check with advantage. Oh man. These have been going well. Nine. Come on. Something better. 13. That's good. Right. Uh, yeah. You sidle. Did you keep, you keep the 10 foot pole with you? Yeah. Okay. You press the button and retract it. So now you have a 10 foot, a retractable 10 foot pole, yeah. um, which is pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, you make it, you make it past whatever the fuck this room was supposed to be. God. Um, and into the next part, uh, you didn't know how big this basement was, did you? No, I had no idea. No, it's I pretty thought great, it was huh? like this size. No, not, e no. <laughs> Lellard. No, he's got a lot going on down there. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a lot going on underneath the surface, mm -hmm. this Lillard. This is a this is a dungeon, <laughs> as we call it in the D and D business. This is a dungeon. You now find yourself as you pass into this next little little chamber. Um, Kyla is uh, is is sort of like um, she's she's quietly cursing. Um, she's just like fucking shit. This sucks That's so fair. Much. Yeah. The two of you emerge out into a another set of uh, of racks, like very like um like uh, almost like a library okay. set of racks where there's different pieces of equipment. This seems this seems definitely more like a storage. Uh, room. Um, go ahead and make a history check, real quick. Uh, you still don't quite know. <laughs> I don't know. You still is. don't know where you are in this basement. Yeah. You you think you might be. Uh, you think you might be getting close to where you were um, originally, but you're not. You you can't tell one way or the other. Okay. As you're looking around, you see you see like these racks are uh, a little. What's what I'm looking for here? They're not. They don't reach the ceiling. Okay. So you could t theoretically climb on top of them and get over them. Okay. But th they are definitely like pretty, pretty high up. Um, so that there could be something on top of them, mm -hmm. um, which some of them are, there's like boxes or things. seems like a storage area. Right. There's at least like what you can tell they're, they're rows of three. So it's like against the wall, there's one, there's like a space against the wall. Right. There's like a space, then there's one, then there's a space, then there's middle row of racks space, right. another row around the side. Um, so that's, that's kind of what you're in right now. What do you do? Well, I think we got to try to get up and over. I want to try something. Okay. What are you going to try? I'm going to make sure that Kyla knows that I'm about to try it. I'm going to try pointing my stick at the ground, holding on real tight to the top, and press the button. Oh, so you're going to try to use the, the retractable 10-foot pole to kind of propel you up. Yeah. Kyla's like, 
So we're going to just, you're going to pole vault up. Kind of, yeah. I mean, sounds fun, right? It does. Yeah. It does. Okay. Um, so do you both just kind of hold on to the stick yeah. and get kind of, you stand kind of close to each other? Yep. Do, do you, do you say anything cool? <laughs> One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> She's like, um, we go. you press the button, go ahead. And, uh, oh man. Oh, what could this possibly be? Um, make an acrobatics check. Oh shit. And, and Kyla will make one as well. I got 18. Kyla got a seven. God damn it, Kyla. Um, so you get, you get to the top, um, the 10, the 10 foot pole. Um, it does exactly what you thought it would do. It's actually a lot faster and stronger than you imagined. Mm. It lifts you off the ground and you are just, you have enough time to get like to scramble onto one of these racks. I don't think Kyla was ready for it. And she just falls back to the ground and takes, um, four damage, which, uh, or would she let's find out. She takes some amount of damage, but not enough to mark off one of her health oh, levels. Good. That's good. Um, so uh, she's on the ground and she says, fuck. Um, as you get to the top, the 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 10 foot pole just um, retracts back into the into the pole set. And it is at this time that uh, Kyla's landing and subsequent fuck. Um, you hear a lot of tussling, like a lot of movement coming from other racks deeper into this area. Oh, dear. You don't see anything exactly from where you are, but uh, and, but you can tell Kyla is looking up, and it seems like she sees something. Um, what do you do? Okay, well, I was gonna say give the pole another try, but if there's something scary up here, not it's not up here. It's down there. Down there. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, I would either recommend uh, she try to climb it or use the pole again. Okay. Um, do you, do you shout, try to climb? Mm -hmm. Um, okay. She's going to start trying to climb then. She could do it. Um, let's see how she do. Oh uh, yeah. She starts scrambling up the side and as she does, you see at the bottom, it looks like small, almost like child sized animatronics. No. Um, with, with <laughs> no. segmented arms and they have what look to be like some kind of fluid, um, around their faces. Um, it's, it's grayscale to you right now cause everything's in, in black and white, but, um, there's something around their mouths like they like, and you hear the mutter like time to play. Uh, no. and then it, and then another one <laughs> it says something along the lines of behavior file not found. <laughs> and they just, they leap up to try to attack, um, oh, Kyla. Nice. You see that their hands are the ends of their hands, they should have like padding. They don't. It's just these long metallic talons. Metallons, as we call metallons. them in the business. Very nice. They swing at uh, they swing at Kyla as she scrambles to the top. Um, what what do you do? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pew pew one. Okay, there's about five of them, but that's fine. Um, you're gonna blast down. I love that. Go ahead and make a eldritch blast attack. Question. And then we'll roll some initiative. Question. Am I in danger of hitting Kyla if I do? No, that? she's she's fine. Okay. All right, then. Uh, three. Okay. And 11. So we're going to roll initiative now, right. um, but one of those does hit. You did 11 damage to one of these bad boys. Yeah. Um, you mark that down. And then let's roll some initiative. I got 13. Okay, so you got 13. Let's see what my boys get. The first couple are, they, they look like they're kind of, um, they, they see you up there and they're kind of just staring um, very, very creepily. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you're, you're sort of out of range of, of their of their clawed attacks. Um, the third one uh, immediately starts like trying to climb up as if it observed uh, Kyla doing it. Um, it does not get up to the top. It gets about halfway up this rack because it's so much shorter. It's having a little more difficulty finding handholds that aren't like objects. Right. The fourth one just sort of runs away from the situation to a different area that you don't see. Um, it is now your turn. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to zap the one that's halfway up. Go ahead and roll the zap. Roll the zap. Five. Okay. There's a mid four. So now. Uh, yeah, that's not going <laughs> to, it's not going to do it. It's pretty much out in the open and hard to, hard to miss, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you found a way, um, you're all just blast hit the ground and do nothing. The other two are still sort of staring. Um, well, there's, there's a one, Three, I should say. There's three of them that are sort of staring at you. The one that's climbing, and then the one that left came comes back. Oh fuck! And it has what looks to be this large, like um, it almost looks like a barrel or something, like this long, heavy-looking tube. Mm. Um, and it motions for the other ones to come help it. What do you do? I'm gonna wait until they're in. The proximity. ones, ones, ones. Uh, the the one that's uh, climbing is still climbing. Let's see yeah, it that's. Does. Uh, it doesn't get to the top. It's almost to the top, though. It's not your turn again. Um, I'm going to wait, like, a couple seconds until the ones on the ground are all clustered around the one with the barrel. Okay. Uh, that, that, that's happening now. I'm going to drop the resin on one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Make a, uh, make a dexterity check with advantage. Okay. Did you want to yeah. use anything? I'm going to use luck yeah. or dark one's luck. Um, tell me the difference again. Dark one's luck. You roll a D10 and just add it. Luck, you just re-roll the roll. Right. Um, what was the first one I got? First you, got uh, you got a 12. I got a 12. Yeah, I guess I'll try dark ones. Okay, so roll a D10. Yeah. <sighs> Nine. Okay. Um, so with the power of the dark one's luck, in other words, your mutual acquaintance's luck, <laughs> um, you, you see, um, as the resin is falling, you see like a purple, almost like a, like a, you know, like if you have the, what are those things called? <laughs> the guardrails on like a bowling alley, mm -hmm. like those, but they're on the sides of this jar as it falls. Uh, it hits the ground. It erupts into resin and covers um, covers our little buddies. Let's see who what happens to who. Three of them are encased in resin. Yay! Um, the resin kind of explodes. You ever seen those videos of like the, they call it like elephant toothpaste, like those kind of videos? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like yeah. that. Nice. It just detonates out and kind of encases these ones. One of them leapt out of the way, and of course, there's the one that's climbing, right. which uh, has now made it to the top of this rack. Um, it sticks out a claw and swings at you. Yikes. Um, let's see what happens. I think an eleven. That should do it, right? That should that should hurt you. No. Um, yeah, with a plus. Yeah, that does it. Um, so it swipes at you and it's going to do, uh, seven damage, um, which is really one damage because of your, uh, your temporary hit points. Yeah. Um, so you're at 38 now. Okay. And also you are going to have to, um, make a, uh, constitution saving throw to make sure you don't fall off the top of this rack. Four. I'm going to use my luck. Lucky? Mm-hmm. That's all your lucks. So go ahead I and know. roll. I know. Nine. I hate everything. Uh, <clears throat> well, you do a bit of a tumble. 
I don't think you hit the ground completely. You kind of catch yourself in between the racks, kind of like you were falling down a crevasse. Um, So like your shoulders and arms are kind of holding you in place while uh, your feet are kind of also trying to hold you in place. It's now your turn. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to try to recover, I think. Um, Okay. To get back to the top? Yeah. Yeah, This will absolutely be acrobatics. Could I... From my position to shoot an Eldritch Blast? Just just going down swinging, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could. All right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to shoot it at the hand that reached the top. Go ahead and, uh, and, and roll the shoot. Two. Roll again. Six. So two and a six. It's not going to... No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Salt. It's not going to work. And on top of that, um, as you're blasting, this is basically you fell in this crevasse, tried to shoot it, and now you've fallen all the all the way to the ground. Um, let me see if Kyla can do anything about this situation. Uh, she can. Um, she uh, stabs at the one that was climbing up, and she does. She has 11 damage to it. Nice. But now she seems to be tussling with the one up there. And and then um, Salt, as you hit the ground, you look to your left. You're in between one of these racks, and uh, standing at the end of the rack is one of the uh, one of the little child-sized animatronics with his head kind of cocked to the right, <laughs> uh, looking at you. And it's like playtime, oh, and it off. starts running at you. It's going to swipe at you. It absolutely gets you. Damn it. It's razor sharp talons slash at your at your face and head, and you take six damage. Super. Uh it's now your turn. So um I'm gonna take I have the pole still, right? Yes. I'm gonna take the pole, I'm gonna aim it at its little fucker, and I'm gonna press the button. Okay. Um ideally to eject him far away. Okay, make uh this this is like an arcana. Well, I don't know what this would be. This is basically sleight of hand. All right, eleven. Talking to your mic, boy. Sorry, eleven. <laughs> uh, okay, you did eleven. I'll just make this contested. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, that's fine. So the ten foot pole extends out. It doesn't pierce through this thing. It gets it in the tummy and it shoves it into the far wall. I'll take. Um, and now it's just kind of stuck there, like. <clears throat> You know, like its arms writhing about, like it's trying to get away. In the meantime, uh, Kyla is fighting with the one above her. Actually, I don't need to because you're successful. Um, she manages to, you see, um, you basically hear like some grunting and some yelling. And then um, you hear like a ha, and then the head of it falls down and lands at your feet. The one that's on the 10 foot pole um, does not manage to escape. It's just kind of pinned in place. Um, what do you do? Um, I'm going to... Uh, shoot an uh, Eldritch Blast at the pinned one. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll with advantage for both of them. All right, suckers. 20. Okay. 18. Uh, you, I'm not going to roll for damage. You just, you, as it's stuck there, um, you set the pole down for a second, and as it's about to run, you just fire two simultaneous Eldritch Blasts that just tear this thing apart, and Yay. it's dead. Um, you get your temporary hit points back, at least. Yay. So that's good. And now uh, you and Kyla are, uh, the, there's like a, you, you wait a second to see if more of these things come about. And other than the random thumping noises of the ones that are trapped in the resin, um, no, nothing occurs. Um, there's another path forward through this, this area. Um, and Kyla looks down at you and she was like, that was nice. <laughs> Thanks. I regret my decisions. Well, that's the first sign of maturity. 
Um, she starts walking across the book, not the bookcases. She's just wa- walking across these racks um, towards the far side of this chamber. And she's like, I think, uh, I think the other part of the basement's up this way. Oh, um, might be done. Um, she starts uh, climbing down um, and she reaches the bottom um, and she looks over uh, at you as you're just like, I mean, you're, you're hurt. You're hurt pretty badly. And she, uh, she points to like a spot, an injury you didn't notice. You seem to have like a, like a gash, like in your shoulder. That's oh. pretty bad. And she's like, uh, when the hell did that happen? I don't know. That's pretty bad. Do you have like bandages or something? I have a crossbow and a bag of sand. Uh, put, <laughs> I have parchment. Parchment works. Oh, we'll go with parchment. Uh, she takes the parchment um, and and like starts like uh, like folding it into looks what looks like some kind of like oblong shape. Um, and then she pulls out a small uh, flask of uh, looks like some kind of um, oil. And she pops it open and, and pours some of the oil on it. Um, and then Kyla says, um, so how did you learn to like do all of this? Well. You seem to be a little bit more competent than what I was expecting. I, uh, I, I what the fuck? I summoned a patron. Is that what we call genuine? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. That's what you would call it. Yeah. Yeah. You summoned yeah. a, you summoned a patron. Yeah. He's an asshole. I think, and then she kind of thinks for a second. She's like, you're a warlock? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you realize it's a really big risk telling me that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you either trust me or think I'm going to die. <laughs> well, I figure one of the two. She presses the, uh, she presses this, this oil thing um, that she made against the wound. And she says, uh, this is going to hurt for a second. Oh boy. Um, she pulls out a small flint and she, uh, she, what, what are those things? A flint and tinder? Yeah. The flint's the one that makes sparks. Yeah. Right? It's in a, yeah. The flint stone. Stuck. She pulls out the flint <laughs> and she takes a, one of her little ebony daggers and smacks it. So a spark comes out. It hits this, uh, this thing against your shoulder. Um, which instantly causes it to ignite. Oh God! And it immediately cauterizes the wound like perfectly. Nice. Um, like like that was what she intended to do, and That's it'll, a good it, trick. it'll grant you um, some extra temporary hit points. So you're now at uh, fifteen temporary hit points. Where did you learn points. that? She's like, and then she says, um, "Oh, you know, comes with uh, comes with the trade. The trade of criminal enterprise. Mm, okay. Being being in charge of uh, a lot of thieves and rogues is probably a, it's probably a good thing to know how to feel dress a wound like, sure. like that one. I, I can see why. Yeah. Well, uh onward. Onward. <laughs> Uh, the two of you continue through um, to another long. This this area you get to, you immediately recognize it. You you know where you are. That's good. Um, this is a long hallway. Um, you recognize this hallway because when you originally fell down here, you landed in a hallway very similar to this one. Okay. Um, and actually, from where you are to the left, you see that original sort of a. Uh, 
uh, rack where there was a there was a Mopsy bot that was, I guess, in the final stages of being completed. Oh yeah. Um, and you know that from that sense to your right is where the exit door was. Okay. What do you do? I'm gonna head for the exit door. <laughs> okay. Um, the two of you continue down this hallway, um, a little bit of a ways, and then you do actually come to. Uh, the door. You come to the spot where you know the door was, um, and you see uh, that the door has, like, um, like before, it's a it's a drawing of a door. Um, and at the center of the door is the you know the door handle with the lock that's now left and right. Kyla glances it over for a second, and she goes, um, "You weren't kidding. It was a drawn door." You think I was making it up? I mean. You know what? Actually, I don't know what I thought. I'm just really glad that there's a, a some kind of a door here. So Cheers. you just kind of erase it? Yeah. Okay. Yes, please. I would say go ahead then. Okay. Um, you As you start to move in on that, you hear a voice, mm. the unmistakable good friend Mopsy voice. God damn it. That kind of shouts out, um, well, hey there, I can't help but notice you're trying to leave. Ah, fuck. We're not done playing just yet. <sighs> Sick bastard. At the far end of this hallway, you see something stand up. Mm. Is the best way to describe it. It kind of rises out of something, piles. Mm. From a distance, you can tell it sort of looks like Mopsy, um, the mouse cat. Right. Um, but it's it's a great deal larger, and I dare say more jacked than, oh the, than the original Mopsy. Oh, no. It's, in its hand is what looks to be uh, some kind of box. Hmm. Um, and as it turns its hand, you see the box has what looks to be some like a um, like a harpoon. Oh shit! And you see its other hand kind of move up and poke the tip of the harpoon almost comically, uh, and then it starts basically um, power walking in your direction. Oh boy! What do you do? <laughs> I'm gonna tell Kyla, finish the door, and I'm gonna fucking Eldritch blast this asshole. Okay, um, she moves over to start, I guess, figuring out, like, erasing the lock on the door. Um, you're going to Eldritch Blast this tall guy? Yeah. Go ahead and roll to Eldritch Blast. All right. 19. Okay, that's a hit. And a 20? And a 3. Oh, okay. I wish it was a 20. I'll um, take a 20. Um, you do 7 damage, and you knock this thing 10 feet back. Hey, that's pretty Um, And it kind of staggers. And then it says, uh, Will Hi, Salt, I can't help but notice you're not supposed to be here anymore. I'm trying to get out, bitch. What do you want? Trying to get out? Surely you wouldn't come here without trying to collect any of the many treasures in Lellard's basement. Don't you try to tempt me, motherfucker. Oh, we're not trying to tempt you. We're trying to finish the job. And then it starts walking towards you again, this time with a little bit more pep in its step. <laughs> Let's see how Kyla's doing with this door. She manages to erase half of it. It seems like the ink has been dried, okay. um, which is not impossible. I mean, no one should be down here. So um, she's really trying to get this door open. You see that the this this Mopsy is getting much, much closer. Um, probably it's going to be on you in one more turn's worth of time. Um, it, it walks past that rack and you can see it um, very clearly. Um, this one is modeled. It looks like Mopsy the mouse cat, but parts of it are missing and it would almost look like if this was a person, you'd be able to see bones. Um, you don't see bones. You see the metal exoskeleton that's beneath it or endoskeleton, I guess, cause it's inside. Right. And you also see that swirling like, um, ghost 
wraith thing that's inside of all the robots. Right. It's it's coming closer, like just mechanically. It moves back into the shadows, and it is now um, your turn. What do you do? I'm going to brace the pole against the wall. Okay. The ten foot pole. The ten foot pole. Man, that thing is fucking useful. I love this thing. Okay. And uh, and once it once Mopsy's in range, I'm gonna press the button and hopefully hold it in place. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's getting much closer. Um, and you can you can hear its its heavy feet pressing against this loud clanging as it hits against the ground. And finally, when it gets as close as it possibly can, um, you press the button on the ten foot pole braced against the door. Essentially, yeah. Kyla's still working on the lock. It looks like she's gotten the the drawing of the lock completely off. It hits Mopsy in the in the chest. Um, and it kind of staggers back a little bit, but then it stops and it grabs the the pole no! with one of its hands. Um, you need to make a constitution saving throw because now it's trying to move the pole out of the way. I got a three. Uh, so it's able to kind of shove the pole to the side um, and you you loosen your grip on it and it moves to the right. And now it's and now it's basically upon you. Kyla is going to try and get through the door one more time. Uh, she does not. Um, she she starts. Uh, I think she has like a, a like an oil pen, mm. something that you would use to like mark a house. Right. right. Um, and she starts like trying to, to draw on it, but she doesn't have enough time as a. Uh, uh, Mopsy's harpoon hand cl- clashes right into the, the wall by her head and she kind of ducks out of the way. Um, and then it also um, does like a backswing and swings at you, Salt. Um, and it manages to hit you for ooh, eight damage, mm. which is absorbed by that hexagonal um, Dark One's Luck Shield. So you have six temporary hit points left and now this thing is upon you. Um, what do you do? I'd like to use Mage Hand to continue working on the door. Is that you could this th- this would uh, does that require concentration? Let me see here. You have to kind of tell this thing what to do. So if you come in, summon Mage Hand, that's all you can do. Okay. Um, you can move still. Right. Um, so if you want, you can use your action to make the Mage Hand do something and and move. You can run away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm just gonna. Uh, Eldritch Blast. Go ahead and roll, and I would say you could do this with advantage because it's it's this is a big thing and it's right on top of you. Eleven. Okay. Thirteen. So those both hit. Um, Let's see how much damage you do. Uh, You do ten damage um, as you blast this thing. So I believe that's about. I think that's how much was the you shot it once already. Yeah. I I think I think you've done twenty. Um, so you've done 20 damage to this creature. It, it, once you blast it, it shoves into the wall. It's kind of harpoon flies out of the wall and it hits, it hits against, um, at the same time, uh, Kyla, um, she turns to it, um, and she kind of leaps at it with her daggers. She, she's kind of just like quickly stabbing it as, as much as she can. Like prison shiving? Yeah, pretty much. Um, she does, uh, 14 damage to it. Wow. So, nice. um, it's now, uh, it's now your turn again. All right. So, yep. Um. Oh, actually, it's its turn. It's going to swing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's going to swing at her, and it's going to do so um, twice. Mm. Missed once. Did not miss the second time. It bashes Kyla in the head with the harpoon, and she kind of snaps into the wall, but then she's able to shove herself back um, and is and this able to like continue tussling with this thing. That's good. Um, it's now your turn. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to keep Eldritch Blasting it. Go ahead and roll to Eldritch Blast again. Twelve. Okay. 19. Okay. 22 damage. Ooh. Kyla gets hers. Did you, you haven't used any of Kyla's moves. Did you want to? <laughs> That's right. Um, 
We're nearing the end of this, is why I ask. <laughs> um, what does garot? In- what does garot entail? So, so what would happen is uh, Kyla would whip a serrated wire around the neck of an adjacent creature, dealing three d six slashing damage on it. The creature must make a dexterity saving throw or be restrained. Mm. At the start of her next turn, she automatically deals an additional three d six damage to the restrained oh. creature. During its turn, the restrained creature can make a strength or a dexterity check to break the grapple. What about final strike? Kyla will disappear in a cloud of smoke and reappear behind her enemy uh, and make two attacks dealing um, her base damage and an additional 4d6 force damage. Let's try that one. All right. um, After those two Eldritch Blasts, Kyla, um, you've seen magic. This is a weird, weird kind of magic you don't know that you've ever seen before. It's pretty cool. Um, It looks like she casts invisibility in a way that doesn't involve casting a spell. Right. Like like she doesn't have to say anything or make any weird motions. Her skin just kind of becomes translucent. She vanishes. Um, And from behind behind the giant Mopsy, um, a cloud appears and you see um, Kyla fall out of it with like uh, two daggers in hand. Badass. Um, She does... 34 Jesus Christ damage. Um, her blades crack into the, the metal head of, uh, of Mopsy first and she slides down. Wow. Um, and its head just kind of splits apart into metal shavings and kind of bursts. And then her blades get into its body, um, and, and goes down a ways. Um, and then she kind of slashes again at the, at the arm, which sort of pins it. Um, it's still going to make a a wild swing at you salt. Um, just because it's, it's your, you're in front of it. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it got you real good. How much damage it does. You take, uh, you take basically 21 damage. Um, this thing bashes you in the head. Um, and then the, the harpoon, like it gets you. Like it gets you with the harpoon good and, and harpoons don't come out clean. So you kind of fall back like with this pretty enormous wound on you. Yeah. 21. That's a, that's a lot. That's a significant amount of damage. Um, it's reduced a little bit by her hexagonal power to about 15. I think that's where that those temporary hit points come in where the harpoon comes out and doesn't like immediately eviscerate you. (laughs) It keeps your guts in. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But it's still a lot. So yeah, now you're at 17. Okay. Um, the creature is now um, restrained by Kyla, who has got it pretty good. Um, what do you do? I'm going to try to finish the door. Uh, okay. Make a sleight of hand check. Okay. Four. Do I have one more luck? No, you're, you're, out, of, you're out of luck. Um, I'll say that that gets you like the door is starting to appear. That wasn't a roll to see if you could draw on the door. That was a roll to see if the door would actually finish. Um, it's starting to appear, but it looks like there's going to be one more turn of, of our good buddy. Kyla now gets to act. I think she's going to, um, unless you say otherwise, she's going to just try to stab this thing. She succeeds. She does uh, um, She does an additional 11 damage. This thing is well past, past bloodied. It is now its turn. Um, it's going to try to escape the... It's, it's going to try to slash it at Kylo with its harpoon hand. It fails miserably. <laughs> Two times. Wow. wow. Jesus Christ. That's really bad. I think as it's doing so, like it just can't get around to get her. Um, it's now your turn again, and the door fully opens. Open the door! Run away! Uh, you burst open the door and um, run through. Kyla's still tussling with this thing, so oh. the door is open. Well, um, but you are you are now in the hallway in Lellard's um, Lellard, Lellard's cellar. Okay, cellared. All right. Uh, what do you do? I'm gonna shoot at the thing, the Mopsy. Okay. Uh, uh, well, while well, Kyla's on it. 
Uh, she's on it? Yeah, she's behind it. She's, she's like behind it, right, it. right. Yeah. So I'm guessing that wouldn't be a safe maneuver. We don't know. This is a fucking dungeon crawl today. Hell yeah. I'm going to try. If I were to do like a loud voice with thaumaturgy or something, would that possibly stagger? Would that stagger at all? Or is uh, just- it would might do something. I don't know that it would it would s- s- shock a robot, right? Um, right. But it would that would definitely do something. Eh, fuck it! I'll just use my crossbow. Make a dexterity check okay. to shoot your crossbow at this thing. Twenty. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. really? Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, you do sixteen damage. Wow. Uh, I guess the only way this really works is you pull out your crossbow and fire it, and it passes through the rib cage and hits the fucking ghost within. Damn. Um, it staggers in agony, and as it does, like um, Kyla throws it, and then she's able to run past it through the door. Nice. Um, and then uh, I think she grabs the door on her side and slams it shut. Um, Mopsy bangs against it for a little bit, but it quickly seals back up and then the banging stops. Um, and you watch as the door on your side seals back up. Um, and then uh, Kyla, who's completely out of breath, turns to you and she's like, that's a good shot. Thanks. That was, you gotta teach me how to do that thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, um, um, I have, I have Diet Coke if you want some. You have What? Um, and you hand her your bottle of diet, share a Coke with Kyla. <laughs> um, yeah. She pops it open and she recovers. Um, she, the, the, the delicious low calorie taste of diet Coke is, is, is great for everybody. No one she recovers resist. her missing health and she's like, Oh shit. That's really good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you said it's diet. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Hey, warlock diet is It's a flavor I definitely prefer to whatever the regular version of this is. (laughs) Yes. Three out of four people prefer. Yeah. Um, She hands it it back to you. You see uh, at the end of the hallway in his glamour, which is not very glamorous. It's just a fat, balding Danny (laughs) DeVito-ish. That's glamorous in a certain light. It is uh, is Lellard. And he's like, salt and Kyla Mal. Uh She goes... Hi, Lellard. I'm going to give you exactly one chance to explain why you're in my basement. And then he looks at you, Salt, and he goes, again. Yeah, well, you see, I transported us here because I thought that her people were going to kill my friends. So I tried to move her somewhere where to con- contain her, you know, because this basement's pretty good at containing things. And I thought that like maybe since I know the way out, I could run away and get through the door and then leave her there. She looks at you <laughs> like, <laughs> bitch. Dude, you started it. We did get out of your basement just fine though, Lallard. And as far as I can tell, despite our best efforts, no permanent damage to any of your property. And he's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Those guys are fine. Um, <laughs> uh, although, uh, you know full well the hook and claw is not allowed on my premises. I know that, Lellard. And he goes, so uh, pay up. And then she reaches into her coat and she pulls out a small baggie of, um, it, it just looks like a small, like a burlap sack. Mm. She undoes it, she undoes it, and she turns it into Lellard's hand. And there's these three fucking big rubies fall out. Oh, shit. And he goes, uh, this should just cover the cost of the trespassing. Oh. And then he looks at you and he's like, and what are you going to pay for trespassing <sighs> as well? 
Miss Maximus. And believe me, it's going to be good because I know your pops ain't doing uh, so good with the liquidity. What you want? What you, what you want? I could, uh, you want a pencil? Pretty. Sparkles. Do you have any magic items like that? Nope. <laughs> um, well, I do have uh, some stuff that is of value, but obviously not on my person. I can get it to you because obviously you're nowhere to find me. Kyla looks at Lellard and she goes, um, the harvest thief. And then Lellard starts to just laugh and laugh and laugh. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you're the one who leaves the corn cobs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, Kyla, I thought you'd grown a sense of humor. I, (laughs) I knew I thought better. And she looks at you and she goes, um, she's the harvest thief. And if anything, I think that we can get you something. And he goes, oh, maybe, maybe. I could hook you up, bro. <laughs> we'll be in touch. Oh, no. And Lellard turns around and starts walking away. I know what um, Lellard favors are like. And uh, <laughs> you say that and she's like, yeah, that. He's got a lot going on. <laughs> I'm fucked. The two of you walk out into the night air of Spring Willow. I don't imagine you want to hang out in Lellards anymore today. I'm uh, good. You're met by your friends. <laughs> um, uh, Lily, Halifax, um, uh, Spicy. Spicy, and Naylor are there. And actually, Halifax is playing fetch with that cat creature. <laughs> okay, uh, that's adorable. The yellow goblin-esque figures. Um, They're wearing big hoods that kind of obscure their faces, so they actually kind of look more like just gross-looking people. (laughs) They they look at Kylo when she emerges and she's like, we checked your your magical uh, locators. It said that you were in Lelos, but you told us never to go in there. And she's like, you're right. I did, and I regret that intensely. Get out of (laughs) here! The the hooded figures kind of walk away and start making like a sort of a perimeter. Sure, sure. Um, And then... um, your friends run up to you and they're like, Salt, you're hurt. Whoa, you're hurt. <laughs> Holy shit. I think Lily's like, is this a burn? Yeah. Yeah, she cauterized it with fire. That's great. Right? I love that. She's going to teach me, right? Uh, and then Kyla's like, yeah, I, I suppose. That, and then she looks at the uh, your friends and she's like, my boys didn't cause you any problems, did they? And then they were like, I think Naylor steps up, but she's like, no, they were perfect gentlemen. Um, the displacer beast that they have is very, very friendly. And she goes, Aww. oh, yeah, Snuggles. He's wonderful. Oh, my God, Snuggles. Um, and then he, she turns to, to you, Saul, and she's like, so you're, you have a lot of stolen goods, I imagine? I do. Okay. I do. Well, I was going to absolutely take them. I figured. But I think that uh, given what happened in there and seeing how capable you are, um, we might be able to come so- to some sort of arrangement. I'm sure. I'm happy to take a look at any goods that you might have for a modest fee. And in my defense, I did not know that you had a whole criminal syndicate. Mm. I was just trying to have some fun and steal some shit. So how it always starts. Yeah. Well, it is fun. In the meantime, I will uh, be in touch. And she pulls out a, uh, a small uh, business card with a picture of that, that same symbol. <laughs> and she hands it out to you. And she's like, if you ever need to uh, chat about trade or whatever, just um, hold this against any open window. 
Cool. Um, and then she's like, let's go, boys. And then uh, the group moves away. Bye-bye. Um, Kyla and the rest of the those figures move towards the, uh, actually towards South Side, mm. um, which is, um, as you well know, the, the worst part of town. <laughs> and after a few moments, they are out of sight. And uh, Salt, you're in you're in the night air um, with with your friends, tremendously hurt. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a school night. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I didn't do my homework. Nope. And then this is this is the part where um, you know the words flash across the screen. Adventure complete. <laughs> um, you have uh, you have successfully located a fence, um, and 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 won the day. <laughs> For winning this adventure, um, there's a couple of things you can have. This is sort of like the the point of these these solo adventures. Right, right. Aside from like building out stuff in the world, right. um, you now have a couple of things that that you have. One of them is um, you have earned what's called a stronghold, mm-hmm. which is that copse of trees. Oh, uh, that's in the woods. Yeah. Um, so um, for warlocks, uh, strongholds are. Very special. Now, Ooh. all all classes have their have basically their own kind of stronghold, and um, you can have one as well. Sweet. Uh, um, you can you don't necessarily the strongholds benefit doesn't necessarily have to be like for a warlock. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's what makes the most sense. Right. Uh, a warlock's stronghold is called a fane. A warlock's fane is a locus of power committed to a being of alien intelligence. In this case, it's that this is the grove where you met the uh, the mutual acquaintance. <laughs> it creates one or more of the following effects: um, the sun appears as a baleful orb in the sky over your over your domain, which mm-hmm. is the location where your fane is. Um, that could be one. The other one is in the con- warlock's domain. Constellations in the night sky are strange, and, a, and stars occasionally. Occasionally fall from the sky. I think that one. Whoa. And I imagine that's partly because Lily helped kind of construct this cool. place. Um, also, you were immediately aware of anyone who was in the fane. So Excellent. anyone who goes into that copse of trees or the area surrounding it, you'll know if they're there. Nice. Um, which is good because it's yeah. also where you're storing your loot. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, once per adventure, you can cast Earthquake. Ooh. Um, to anyone who's around your fane. <laughs> There's also some effects that happen if you're fighting within the fame. Okay. Um, the other thing is you get an extra spell slot. <gasps> Thank God. By virtue of the fact of having this 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 area of power. So now you have three spell slots <gasps> instead of two. The other thing you get, uh, and this is sort of what's, and this is sort of like, we don't have rules for this exactly. Um, you earn what's called a unit. I thought you said eunuch. No. So, uh, there's there's three kinds of like extra character benefits that that you have access to in in our game. One is followers, which is someone who can fight with you. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of how what Kyla did. Right. You don't have that for this one. And the other one is a stronghold, which you do have now. Right. Um, and the third thing is you get you can choose a unit um, of basically like soldiers or something that fight under your command. So minions. this is like yeah, this is sort of like codifying your rules for minions. So um, it can be the girls. It can be all of the uh, basically your your troop of of heisting um, teenagers. Right. Um, that can be your unit. It can also be um, members of the hook and claw because of how much you impressed Kyla. So we don't have that fully set up yet, but um, you would have access to um, using members of the hook and claw as sort of a, a, a unit. 
Nice. Um, so what 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 are you gonna pick? Um, I got you know I gotta pick my girls. Okay. Um, so mark down that you have a unit of the Harvest Thieves. Gotcha. Um, which is what what you're known as uh, in the town of of Springwillow. Yay. And the last thing we shall do, because um, we've been playing for a long time today and we finished the salt adventure, which is good. Um, <laughs> it, it is it is the end of uh, this this tremendously long day that played out in real time, pretty much. You are back at your home, which is still pretty Spartan compared to what you normally see. Mm. Your pops has been having to make a lot more stuff liquid because he has less money because of the conflict in Sirocco. Right. And Nebony. Your bedroom has lost some furniture. Nuts. You still have your own bathroom. Good. I should have several bathrooms. And, uh, you know, book bags has a much, has, doesn't have as nice a uh, stitching up salt chair. Oh, the padding is worse. Uh, but you are, you're in bed. I forget if your bed had the four posts or not. Yes. Does it have the, uh, canopy? Yeah. Yes. Is the canopy drawn shut when you go to sleep or is it left open? I'll leave it open a crack. Okay. Uh, you are drifting off to sleep. Um, when you see this impossible, like amorphous shape. You. Um, it's just fucking like, you see like a shadow being cast against the canopy. It's this massive, massive shape. And then you see um, it pass by the spot in the canopy where it's open and you see an armored figure walk past. Ah, and then and then as it walks back in front of the canopy, so the light's casting it, it's that amorphous shape again. And you know that it's come to stop in front of your um, window. What what do you do? Well, um, can I do a, like a history check or an arcana check to sort of... To determine what? To learn more about what this creature could be. Oh, you know what it is. It's the chained one. <laughs> if you're if you're trying to identify what it is, it's the, it's, it's absolutely the chained one. Yeah, that's the only like just from context clues. This isn't so. This isn't this this adventure that we have just done is no more than like three weeks since the carnival. Like, right. This right. is you you remember this thing. All right. And immediately, like as it passed by the canopy, you had that those simultaneous feelings of be careful and fuck this guy. Right. Like yeah, this guy right. sucks. Right. Um, what do you do? Well, hey there, chained one. Didn't think I'd see you again. Do you, as you, do you move to kind of get a better look at him? Yeah. Uh, as you move to the edge of your bed, you see that he is sort of just staring out at the town of Springwillow from your window, as you have done from time to time. And that's my, that's my move. Um, and he, he doesn't respond to you calling the chained one, um, but he does kind of just look out at, uh, at the town, and he's like, I would stare at the city and wonder what would make it mine. How frivolous. Yeah, you are. You have a contract with a certain acquaintance. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You're not, you you, you try, I'm going to just say that you try to say no and you're you're compelled not to. Okay. Um, You're not allowed to, like basically your patron has said you're not allowed to not say I'm here. Okay. The chained one says, What has this creature offered you? What does it promise in exchange for your service? I can't say a lifetime supply of dick cake. Well, that's not what it offered. That's something that you just get by virtue of being salt. Also, that supply has been very limited lately as a result of uh, you know, the current financial troubles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The current financial crisis. Well, I mean, people I are losing their dick cake jobs <laughs> in the dick cake di- factories. All the dick cakes are vanishing. Yeah, I don't. 
Uh, I don't the bread and dick eat. cake lines. <laughs> um, I, that has to be a rhetorical question, right? You know what? I don't think it is. No? Warlocks have patrons because they've made a deal of some kind. Right. Your mutual acquaintance isn't just giving you powers to give them to you. Like, right. it wants something. Right. You haven't asked about it, <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not there. Mm. So, like, I don't know. I mean, we, have, we haven't gotten into it, yeah. like what your mutual acquaintance wants. I don't uh, know. It's, but it's not a rhetorical question. Okay. All right. Well, I get some pew-pew uh, powers, but uh, I don't know. I didn't ask what it wanted in exchange. <laughs> <laughs> um, the chain one turns to you and, and looks at you like, How amusing. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, it turns back towards the city of Spring Willow. And it says, No matter what it asks of you, you are willing to give a curious position to be in. I wouldn't put it in those words, but yeah, sure. It goes, um, Would you slay the weak, the innocent? Isn't that your job? The only thing that I fight against is the stagnancy of this realm. The day of thunder approaches. Your patron cannot protect you, and there is no power in this or any plane that will stop what is to come. Mm. Um, it then says, You will perish, but you may be spared the inevitability of ultimate oblivion. Yeah, well, you know, death comes for us all. And then it turns to you and says, um, Not for you. Um, and the way it says it, it doesn't sound like it's a good thing right, that it yeah. just said. Surrender your bargain with this acquaintance. Serve me. Why? Well, I already established like you'll be you'll be spared um, right, right. from the oh, so from just... the from the horrors of the day of thunder. And here's the thing, um, that's where the scene ends. Oh, I don't I don't know what you say, and it's yeah. actually very important. I don't know what you say. Fuck. All right. And that's where we'll stop. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that motherfucker. The songs that appear on today's episode of The Rolls We Made do so under the Creative Commons license. The songs that appear are Old Artifact to Destroy the Patriarchy Hidden Somewhere by Kumiku, copyright 2017, Phantasmal Nightmare by Human Phobia, copyright 2021, Where the Beginning and End Meet by Siddhartha Corsis, copyright 2018, Jamaica Lullaby by Siddhartha Corsis, copyright 2018, Midnight by Coven Cult, copyright 2018, and Fogo by Zylo Ziku, copyright 2021.